I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jason and the therefore nots. <laughs> it's not different, but I love the initiative. <laughs> I like the hustle, kid. <laughs> Boys here, the internet's number one 19th century Italian podcast is back to teach you about how to get rich real quick. I am your sentient piece of lumber, Peter O'Donoghue, and I am joined by... Peter, it's me, your father, who made you in my workshop. Ethan, ah. Yeah, hi, it's me, James, and I. all my strings are stuck in my computer chair. I spun around twice and I went the other way trying to get them untangled. Now I'm twice as tangled the other way. And well, I'm here for the whole episode. That's for sure. Pinocchio's is his like his own dolphin in a dragnet, just like ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jamie has a penis that gets longer when he tells a lie. It's a beautiful thing, huh? <laughs> yeah. dude. I must be the most honest person ever. <laughs> <laughs> it only grows by one one hundredth of a millimeter every lie. <laughs> So yeah, uh, as you saw by the title, uh, today we're going to be covering some of the themes running through the latest action game that I've been uh, in love with, Lies of P. Uh, This episode was requested by patrons Bison the Varl, who was playing it, Chaz Michael Michaels, who was playing it, and an extra vote coming in from Lowbridge. Uh, I also wanted to give a shout out to Chaz, who it feels like I ignored for two and a half years. And now every week I'm just like, oh, yeah, this guy's got this guy's right on the money here as far as the requests go. Uh, although probably we just got our shit together uh, or maybe he got better taste. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, now, I know that neither of you have played Lies of P. Uh, Jamie just got a new computer and maybe wants a pretty game to put on it. Uh, I don't know if you guys are interested in in it uh but i will ask of course uh are you guys familiar with the story of pinocchio uh or maybe france more importantly for some reason uh so and then maybe even alchemy so what do you guys know about any of that uh i know a lot about all three of them because they were told to me by my two very 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 best friends and new patrons zachary and romero uh so they new patrons to the show loreboys or patreon.com slash loreboys did tell me about alchemy and told me how to make how to turn three dollars into unlimited value of nice. Lordboy's content okay perfect nice yeah, yeah. i i know not very much about france i know how to speak french which is i guess more than most people in the world know about france um <laughs> yeah uh, i alchemy i know a little bit about i i know isaac newton was uh one of the guys who made a lot of the the modern physics stuff huh he was a yep. big old alchemist probably died of mercury poisoning yep Yep. Try, try and... to turn uh, Mercury into gold. Yeah. A lot of people did. Yeah, a lot of people did. We will get into some of that stuff. Uh, 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 Mercury is one of the uh, cornerstones of early alchemy. Uh, right. I, I read, was he, I read, wasn't he gay? What? Isaac Newton? I don't know. I thought he was. Does, he that, never does anybody really know? Yeah. You can't ask him. Yeah. yeah. He died. 
I never mind. It's I'll like all the women. One. It's like all the women on the Isle of of Lesbos, right? <laughs> all gay. All yep. gay. I mean, and maybe I, the fact, maybe the fact that he was covered in mercury at all times and looked sickly and dying would just. Repulsed, <laughs> oh, you think of David? You think of David Bowie? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, Freddie Mercury. He was covered in Freddie Mercury the whole. Uh, he fucked Mick Jagger, didn't he? Yeah. They, they made a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what was the third thing? France, alchemy, and. Pinocchio. Puppets. 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 I, I know the Pinocchio story a bit. I watched it as a youth. I remember some some moments, but I don't remember the whole story. Yeah, I don't know. I, remember, I don't know if I ever saw the whole story. I remember he got, gets eaten by a whale, he makes a wish about a star, Jiminy Cricket, Father Geppetto. And then I then I keep conflating it with like scenes of a bunch of elephants dancing around. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Dumbo. That's another Dumbo. movie. Yeah. Another movie which I haven't seen. So like I, I never <laughs> I never owned Pinocchio or Dumbo for that matter, but we never owned Pinocchio. So it's like if it was on, it was on at my I have a distinct memory of like going to my mom's very, very, very French cousin's place. And like speaking of speaking of France, I guess, hanging out with yeah. some French kids and watching the French version or having the French version of Pinocchio be on in the background. Yeah. It's <laughs> I think memory. super sad because Geppetto doesn't isn't hasn't signed any paperwork to show he's his legal guardian so when he becomes a real boy the state takes him back and he shoves him through the orphanage system and he really just wishes he was a puppet uh, again but mm-hmm. it was it, it was a tough one yeah there's no regulation against owning a living puppet right and you can neglect <laughs> yeah. that you can neglect that thing all you want yeah for a living puppets <laughs> so i myself have finished the game lies of p twice uh there's apparently a third ending which i've not tried to get yet but it comes the game overall comes with big old pete seal of approval it's easily the best souls like i've played since the surge games and you guys know how much i fucking adore those uh it's fantastic it's on game pass um it's worth buying if it's if ever threatened to take it off game pass i'll definitely buy it just to support the devs financially i don't know what the cut of game pass cash is to somebody who launches there um but yeah the original they've story already, they've already announced that they are making a sequel right or they're making they're another hiring game. for dlc and a sequel yeah so they've oh, we'll get into some of the sales later on there there is going to be a, like some behind the scenes content because obviously the question of why the fuck is this grim game allegedly about Pinocchio is <laughs> thankfully has been answered. So we'll, we'll get into that there. Hey, if it was good enough um, for Guillermo del Toro, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh yeah, the Pinocchio fan base is starved for content in 2023. We only got three adaptations, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the original story, at least what ended up being the first 15 chapters of the adventures of Pinocchio was not for me uh i'm not part of the target audience that being 19th century rowdy italian boys uh the first 15 chapters however the the venn diagram of you and 19th century rowdy italian boys is like pretty overlapping okay don't act like you're better than them (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot of 19th century italian boys that listen to this show peter okay Please be mindful of our audience. Fine. I'm sorry. Okay. I, di- I didn't want to make it political, but here we are. They loved my Italian caricature at the beginning of this episode. Okay. They yeah. were fans of Italian Ethan. Yeah. These kids, these kids who, whatever, got a toothache at some point and died in the crib. <laughs> um, but yeah, the first 15 chapters of The Adventures of Pinocchio were so popular that the author, Carlo Collodi, 
retconned the ending of the Adventures of Pinocchio, allowing the titular character to survive his lynching and, you know, learn some more fairy tale lessons in very strange and unclear ways. Um, the first so, image... it turns, so it turns out that uh, he doesn't die, nor does his uh, busty girlfriend, and they go and he goes on to kill a monster, so huh? for uh, he becomes a, a hired sword, if you will. Busty girlfriend? <laughs> There's no, there's no big titty goth GF in Lies of P. Ah, if only he had a gene or a star to wish upon. Hmm? <laughs> Starlight Star Bright, first time I see tonight. Wish I may, I wish I might. Big pair of titties in my face tonight. <laughs> Amen. Um, so the first image for you guys and for the patrons, obviously, is the original 19th century artwork of Pinocchio himself. Uh, if you want to take a look there. Um, He's looking pretty good. Yeah, he's looking pretty goofy. His, so his... nose is thick as his thighs. Yeah, very yeah. Roman nose for sure. Wow. Spindly yeah. so... legs. Surprisingly curved wrist. Look I'll at say. that whale in the back. He's shocked. They're he's shocked. Articulated. He that. No, he's saying, I'm going to eat you, Pinocchio. He's actually, that whale is swallowing a ship. That's a big, oh. that's a big fish, man. In the original story, it's actually a dogfish, not a whale. It's just a big fish. So oh, okay. points to Ethan for that one. I feel but like the only Italian gonna... guy on the podcast is Ethan. <laughs> Shut up, baby! I know it. Uh... I feel like, <laughs> like in a, like in a kiss, you're supposed to close your eyes. Like right before you eat the ship, you should close your eyes. Your eyes should not be that wide open when you're eating a ship. You're gonna get a mast <laughs> in the eye, you know. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. you're gonna talk about Pinocchio's nose because as a nosy man myself, I do have to kind of rotate my head a little bit and for nose clearance with the girls that I like to smooch. I think everybody's nose is right in the middle of their face. So you do have to kind of the, Ven, you... the Venn diagram of young Italian boys with crooked noses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so before we get into the meat of the episode here, I do want to mention there will be some spoilers for Elias of P. Um, There's no story in the game anyway. Come it's on, fairly, you can it's, listen. The cool kids it's are listening. It's fairly linear. Yeah, you exactly. Turn us off. Come on. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> just skip to the ending. Just, just to make this iTunes is... think you played the whole thing. Play the game for the game. Listen to the lore boys for the story, baby. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like I mentioned before, I do want to answer the question: Why is this game about Pinocchio? Oh, developers. Oh, game director. So to paraphrase. Exactly. To paraphrase marketing genius Ethan Palmer of the Lore Boys, uh, <laughs> it makes a great headline, which is something you said to me uh, when I started playing it a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I can't figure out what the f- why the fuck this is about Pinocchio. And you were like, yeah. it's, it's, it's because the Pinocchio Bloodborne game is an insane headline. And you were yeah. absolutely right. That's it, right? And then they're like, how do we make it sell? They're like, I don't know. We got to make it like make it into a story for I the internet. I have a quote from the game's director that we're going to get up to here, which is very, all, very funny. We also talked about it in the bonus, like uh, Lords of the Fallen is another strong uh, Souls-like game that came yeah. out kind of in the same breath, like in, in the same couple like months. three weeks later, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and is not nearly being talked about as much, even though it's a very solid game as far yeah. from all from all sources i've, I've heard never it, heard so. of it until you mentioned it but i yeah. i heard of i heard of lies of p haven't seen any gameplay or anything like that but i know the weird puppet souls like yeah know, exactly like, <laughs> just make the bosses the seven dwarves or however many there are yeah. of those and fuck yeah. you're good you know like yeah, exactly yeah. so uh lies of p has very little to do with author Collodi's 1883 story or even 19th century italy all this is this was like prime in name only territory for me, which it did make putting together like an adaptation review episode like I did for Heart of Darkness a little bit more difficult. But some of the other themes within the game are equally as interesting as like, okay. oh, this is what they changed. This is what they did. 
they fucking changed everything, basically. Um, thankfully, though, the Pulitzer Prize winning copy pasters at thegamer.com reposted a transcription of an IGN interview by Games Radar with the games director, and I'm going to fuck his name up, I'm sorry, Choi Ji-won, he's Korean, and have him quoted as saying, we had to find a very well-known thing first, because it's our first Souls-like game, so we wanted to have the fan base first. So we came up with a well-known story, and then we gave our own twist on it. And I would love to say that, like, the cojones on these guys for being like, oh yeah, what is what is a untapped fan base that we the can Pinocchio use to market our game? Fucking Pinocchio, dog. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I don't remember when the, the Disney movie came out, but... 1940. Nineteen oh nineteen. It's that old. They redid yeah. it whenever we were older, right? No. Bro, 19- I mean, there's no party like a Pinocchio Con party, though, dude. Me and my bros go every year. You know, <laughs> yeah. I got to shave my no- nose down when I leave because I get home. I'm gonna tell a lot of fibs <laughs> to the wife. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Oh, they released the movie around when we were kids, so they're gonna hit that millennial market of like guys in their like late twenties, early thirties, or whatever who'll buy this game. But no, it came out in 1940s. The this game. Is for- the, the game. Excuse me. The movie came out before the United States joined the Second World War. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> they were like, well, we need to get this one in before we sort out that Hitler thing. So, like, just super quick. <laughs> we're going to get the adaptation out. <laughs> wow. But, yeah. Um, also, like I had, had, had mentioned earlier, last year we had, or even this year, maybe, 2023 has been long. We had three Pinocchio movies come out. There was the Del Toro one. There was the one mm-hmm. that was made in, like, a Russian chalk mine that had Polly Shore voice Pinocchio. Oh, no. The father, why can't I go out on my own one? Like, everybody, you know, the Pinocchio gay voice trailer was a big meme for a while. And then there's the one that I worked on with Tom Hanks. Yeah. I worked on a Pinocchio movie yeah. for eight Directly months. with Tom Hanks. No, no, the, the movie <laughs> with Tom, comma, with Tom yeah. Hanks. Excuse <laughs> me. With Tom Hanks. Most, yeah. uh, vehicle. I, you know what, I, something I learned recently and I love to picture is Polly Shore hangs out with Nick Cage, like as friends. They just go places together. That's I, cool. Yeah. I can, I can see that pairing. I love it. I love yeah. it. That, what do you think they talk about? Like, they, they, I want to be a fly on the wall. You know. I hope they talk. The one story I want from Nick Cage is I've only known parts of it. He owned a like Tyrannosaurus skull mm-hmm. for a yep. while, but he had obtained it illegally. And it was dug up in Mongolia, and the government of Mongolia like repoed his fucking dinosaur skull. Damn, and that's well, wasn't awesome. his dinosaur skull. I, I know it really belongs to all of us. We're all Yo, part God. of the earth. But let's, exactly. be, let's be real. Yeah, Dude, give it to Peter. He worked with Tom Hanks. Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> <laughs> a dinosaur bone. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's really funny about like we're kind of making fun of them, like the untapped Pinocchio fan base. Within the first month, the game sold over a million copies which allowed them to expand the size of their team they're hiring for dlc and sequel plans which they did hint at at the end of the game which i won't spoil there's you know there's another public domain character who maybe is going to kill monsters in two to three years and i'm going to play the shit out of that one (laughs) but also game pass has always been cagey with their numbers nicholas cagey i suppose um sorry um so who knows how many people have actually played it. So the word of mouth and also the fact that like we talked about this on the bonus today, like I complained about Bloodborne's frame rate. If you wanted Bloodborne, that was rock solid 60. If you're like me, it's lies of P. It's like it's so, so stable. Even on my rickety old PC, 
never drops a frame ever it's silky smooth from like cover to cover basically now nice. one of these has been lies of peter tell you which one <laughs> yeah <is>. exactly <laughs> <laughs> two truths is... have a computer <laughs> <laughs> two truths and lies of peter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the architecture in in game and the fashion are all based on la belle époque which is not a italian sounding name that's because it is french What's and the and the country of France really kind of owned this era in time that kind of lasts between 1871 and 1914 culturally. So it's everything post Napoleon up to the First World War when like life was good, art was good, the, the whatever Versailles was big and full of people with huge dresses. I did put in a couple of images for you guys in the patrons as well of like some of the art and architecture from the Belle Epoque, as well as a compilation of the same statue that is referenced a few times. Oh, so we have Lies of P, presumably on the left, and then on the right would be Blasphemous, right? Another Peter favorite. Exactly. So this is Michelangelo's uh, Michelangelo's uh, La Pieta, which is in the Vatican. It is uh, the Virgin Mary holding the dead body of Christ. Yeah, it's, uh, of course. it's like a, um, it's like a, a goth, Ma- dommy mommy dressed in all white and then was holding her twink lover <laughs> precisely <laughs> i guess <laughs> that wrong? Huh? you're not wrong, wrong but i wrong? don't think anyone else would have said it that way <laughs> well that's why that's why you guys pay me to be here uh, yeah what's it what's it epoch an era epoch or an ep- epoch what's an epoch or an, an era, era. yeah like oh, a period of time. It's a length of time. La belle époque means the beautiful time. Yeah. The yeah. beautiful era. A beautiful period. Okay. Yeah. okay. If you're ever in Quebec, you can go to La belle province, which means the, the beautiful province, and yeah. you can get a dirty poutine and some hot dogs. Oh, the yeah. closest one to me is closed, and it makes me very sad. because There's one cl- close to me you could get at it. Don't worry. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's always there's always Le Fleur is under the bridge. That's, that's also Absolutely. That's where my my fat dad will sneak in a second supper on his way home sometimes. I'm sure of it. He talks <laughs> about sure. He jokes yeah. about it. He's like, I'll get some hot dogs on the way home. Like, you must have done that at least once, Dad. You yeah, joked yeah. about it too many times. <laughs> so uh, the version of La Pieta in Lies of P is called the Saintess of Mercy. And instead of holding the body of Christ, she is holding a golden puppet body. Um, it's in like this giant showroom of like new fancy technologies. This, like La Belle Epoque is very much like the hot air balloon era, I suppose, like where you go to yeah. carnivals and like science men show off their science inventions and sometimes, I don't know, kind of die. Uh, you just played Bioshock Infinite, Jamie. Right, the yeah. opening of that game where you go through the carnival where they're like showing off the handyman and the superpowers is a very kind of La Belle Epoque vibes. Okay. Basically. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the the Saint Tess of Mercy statue is just where you go to respec in game. Uh, then of course you have the original the the statue that's in the Vatican, and it is again referenced in Blasphemous. The the boss Ten Piedad, this like kind of thorny goat monster, is in the lap of the Virgin Mary in Blasphemous. Feliz Piedad. <laughs> I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> so uh, names broadly are the only thing taken from the original story and also the Disney film. Uh, Geppetto, Gemini, which in this case is written Gemini, but still pronounced Gemini. Uh, Polsinella and Polandina and Lampwick are all present in game, for example. In the original story, Polandina is a nickname given to Geppetto. 
uh, that apparently just makes him fly into a rage. Within the first few pages, he gets into a fist fight with a carpenter um, because he doesn't like being called Polandina. In the game, Polandina is a uh, puppet butler. Uh, he's a robotic butler, basically. They're different characters, it's, but it's a nickname otherwise. So is Pulsinella, for that matter. They're both butlers. Adina. That's what uh, Hornet says whenever she's attacking sometimes. Yeah. In, in Adina! All the night. Adina! Adina! <laughs> uh, Maybe she's speaking Italian. She's an, an Italian Hornet. Could be. Maybe yeah. We'll find out in 2023 TM soon. Yeah, I'm going to do my best to release the first part of my comic before Silk Song. And Oh, you got time. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so my comic is never coming out. You have an infinite <laughs> amount of time, technically, to do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so Jiminy Cricket in uh, in the original was ca- called simply Il Grillo Parlante, which just means the talking cricket. I will be talking about that uh, right now. Did, he is referred to only as the talking cricket. Yes, uh, I, did uh, share, I did share the picture from his wiki page. It's very good. He's like sitting on seated on a chair with his little cane, but he's very much just a cricket, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got his yeah. legs crossed, and that's how he makes his sounds while he's sitting on his little exactly, rocker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the talking cricket, who would become known as Gemini or Jiminy, it's spelled with a J in uh, in the Disney film, uh, is actually like killed by Pinocchio with a hammer in prison early on. He has maybe ten lines of dialogue total. And this and this is the Disney film, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we were uh-huh. in, the, in the 1940s Disney film when Pinocchio is arrested and while in jail, kills his celly with a hammer to mm. show how badass and how he's not to be fucked with. How did right? Pinocchio yeah. get a hammer into jail? There's a, there's a he chicken egg. He carved a egg. mallet out of himself. Yeah, out of exactly. his nose, yeah. <laughs> there is a chicken egg and a hammer in his prison cell in the, <laughs> in the children's story. Uh, and yeah, he... Oh. The cricket I mean, is giving him advice, and he doesn't want to hear it, so he whips a hammer at him and kills him instantly. <laughs> the talking cricket uh, returns uh, as a ghost towards the end of the story, shortly before Pinocchio bites the hand off a talking cat. So, oh my! So wait, I, I got a better idea for Jiminy. If you want to get medieval, we got like, uh, you know, have you ever heard of those like cricket on the rack? <laughs> pre- oh, you got him on the rack, but underneath, instead of the bamboo torture, you got Pinocchio telling lies. And that nose is coming up through your back slowly. Yeah. It it tells you lies, sweet little lies in your ears. And it just grows right through your chest. Big old honker. Yeah. So, um, like, obviously, there's the lynching at the end of the 15th chapter. And after he retconned that out, uh, (laughs) the author, Carlo Collodi, obviously was just like, well, now he's a radical communist who has joined the Viet Cong, torturing Uh American GIs in the jungle. Or he's growing his nose through their bodies, right? Perfect. Yeah. I'm joining the war in Vietnam on the side of the Vietnamese, which is honestly the subject of France. This is the right choice, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he'd they be useful. their life. He'd be useful if his nose didn't hurt when it got like he could look into a, a, a dark hole in the ground in the Vietnam uh, War and, and just tell lies, and his nose could go out there and, and set up all the trip bombs and everything. And then he'd be back to a normal nose. He could tell more lies. Usually, the American government would use Pinocchio as some kind of minesweeper. I Does mean. Shrink? Shriek. Does this nose shrink at any point in the movie? Uh, the blue fairy appears and w- magically shortens it. But like, oh. like constantly or just once or? <laughs> I don't recall. I didn't watch the movie again for homework. I listened to the book. That's okay. Uh, at, at, at just which wondering, point like, he... does it just keep growing throughout the film? The puppet oh. and the mi- oh, yeah. and then the magic rhinoplasty. <laughs> 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 also, lying and his nose growing in the first fifteen chapters. 
isn't really a big theme. Even lying in the game is just a binary choice system that basically just leads you down an invisible path to, hey man, what ending do you want? Sort of thing. Like the, yeah. the game is not about lying. There are no consequences from lying to people. Generally speaking, the good option is to lie to people because to show that you are closer to a human than a puppet in game, it's like, well, you can lie to spare people's feelings. So the old yeah. lady that mm -hmm. has like the cancerous gross on her face, she's like, oh, am I still pretty? And the lie is yes, right? Whereas that, otherwise, is that an objective lie, Peter, or is that just you? <laughs> I just gave. That's why I gave the air quotes. You, you could say you yeah. could say it's an objective truth that beauty comes from within, and it doesn't matter about the gross on. Space and also, and also, if all the tumors grew in the perfect way, maybe it made her more beautiful. Yeah, I mean, what if the what if the tumors grew like two big boobs on her face? Huh? <laughs> oh, it's extra like boobs, boobs, but on the face. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> now I don't have to look at that. The two dialogue options. Yeah. The two dialogue options is like, no, your youth has left you. <laughs> the second dialogue is just like, it's like boobs on your face. It's like, well, you I'll know, use that one you know, to get the good. <laughs> you know what the most, you know what the the most beautiful thing about growing boobs on your face is. You don't have to turn your face to kiss them anymore because your nose will go right between that. Those right in oh, the little oh, crack there. That's the best part. You don't got to tilt your head anymore. The nose yes. cleavage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. You do get under boob sweat, uh, like around your mouth, though. Oh yeah, oh. Oh. You have, you, like dabbing like a plantation owner. You got like that tissue. She's <laughs> like, ah, oh, do the clay on my face, boobies are getting better. The, the Peter. <laughs> some honk, <laughs> some honking bazingas on a on an old woman's face. <laughs> I'm I don't know if Instagram's going to let that one slide. I don't see you writing it down. You can go ahead and write that one down, Peter. <laughs> all right, there you go. All right. <laughs> yeah. And she's getting tortured by a nose through her back. No, no, yeah. You don't have to do that. And she's a Viet Cong. <laughs> she's yeah. Up and out of a bungee pit. Yeah, uh -huh. exactly. Big old face boobies <laughs> on a VC soldier. All right, perfect. Carrying on. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, the lying in game, really, like I said, is just like, which ending do you want, buddy? Uh, there is kind of a Dorian Gray style portrait uh, within the game of Geppetto's son, Carlo, in his office. And the nose grows more the player lies. And I think if you lie to every character, you make every lie choice, you can actually break the nose off and use it as a special weapon. It's kind of like a <laughs> scepter or a staff. It's the last one that I need to get the every special weapon achievement, because after beating the game twice, I have all the boss weapons and all the boss uh, rings. They're called amulets, but they're the things that give you passives. The last one I need now is just to, like, basically just look up a guide on, like, all lies play, play through to get the whatever the fucking weapon is called. The, the, sure. the, the, the schnoz. The, the staff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to get my nose. Um, finally, the woman with the blue hair who levels up your character named Sophia is a combination of the book character and also the blue fairy from the movie. Um, the, there is a blue or turquoise haired ghost girl who Pinocchio talks to before, shortly before he is murdered, um, who like, he's trying to get into a house to escape to thieves who are trying to steal gold coins from him. Okay, sorry. Is this the original story or is this Liza yes. P or, okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry if I was unclear there. Yeah, yeah. So the Sophia, the character in game, is a combination of the book character, who is the teal-haired ghost girl, and the blue okay. fairy from the Disney film, basically. And a Twitter avatar, a blue-haired girl. Sure, yeah, yeah, it's uh, the genius of Elon Musk has decreed that it's called X now. Right. And also, and also the thick fairy from Rayman. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The the buxom nymphs of the glow of the grove. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's why Raven don't got arms nor legs because he couldn't wrap all the way around her. So he wished them yeah. away. <laughs> He'll lift up those butt cheeks, dude. Oh, are you are you sure, Ray? Are you sure, Raven? Is that what you really wish for? <laughs> I can't I can, remember what his you, voice. You can wish on anything. Like. You can wish for being a real boy if you want. <laughs> yeah, no, I just no. want. I want big titties <laughs> in my face. <laughs> oh yeah, no limbs, hands, feet, still work. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the cat and fox characters uh, in the original story are just talking animals, which are apparently quite common in the world of the original story. There's a talking bird that the cat eats. The talking cricket, is, they're, they're, encountering a talking cricket in prison is just like encountering a, a different drunk guy in the drunk tank. Basically, Pinocchio kills him with a hammer, again, yeah. to assert dominance in the prison yard. Hey, you got a but, real talking cricket infestation in this prison. Huh? What about my rights? I want my phone call. <laughs> that cricket's been on the phone for three hours his lawyer's not picking up <laughs> so he kills him with a like a hammer he made out like a turkey bone uh yeah so the cat and fox um again they're just regular animals and they do like deceive him in lies of p uh they are two human characters they wear fox and cat masks and they are a member of the stalkers which are basically like back alley criminals, liars, and thieves. It's kind of like sure, an yeah. underground network. So there is a cat girl, is what you're saying. No, there's a cat boy. Better, honestly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They're brother finally. and sister. Sister is the fox. And finally, yeah. we get the cat boy in our Souls game. Yeah. Nice. Join discord.gg slash LORE boys uh, if you want to see a cat boy Pete sticker, because that exists <laughs> in our <Discord>. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um, um, the cat and the fox are in the original illustration that you shared as well. Yeah. And they do look just like a little cat and a fox. Yeah. They do uh, manage to somehow disguise themselves as humans and try to kill Pinocchio. I believe they're responsible for the lynching uh, in the end. I mean, if they could speak, they, they're probably fey creatures, right? Yeah. Probably I not mean, actually a fox and a cat. Probably something's going on there to allow them to speak. They're just there to teach Pinocchio a lesson about like talking to strangers, right? Okay, or yeah. animals. Yeah. Yeah. If you talk to strangers, it, we'll get you lynched. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, before they had panel vans full of candy to abduct children, it was lynching. So it was the biggest yeah. <laughs> risk to rowdy 19th century Italian boys. Mm -hmm. Right? And dental surgery. Well, the best part yeah. about lynching Pinocchio is you don't even have to bring your own rope. No, the point yeah. of being a living puppet is not having strings. Oh, yeah, but I thought... I thought he had. He's strings. like just dragging that cross shaped thing behind him the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just like just something that he did. Like that, a train on a wedding dress. It's like getting caught on shit, like <laughs> dragging garbage. <laughs> really, yeah. really, you'd be better off burning him at the stake. True. I, yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work if you tried to hang him from his own strings. He's used to it. He'd be more animated than ever. <laughs> yeah, you'd actually make him more powerful. Yeah, he'd be doing little dances. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd have a clean five to, five to eight minutes, you know? He's probably been on Leno. <laughs> Hell yeah! It makes your career. Back in the nineties, getting on Leno made your career. Pinocchio. Yep. Hey, um, hey hear something? That talking puppet. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't heard your Leno before. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Um. So the cat and fox are a brother and sister in the game, like I said, and they're basically on a mission to find a way to stop the cat. Uh, from going blind the cat is already blind in the story or is at least pretending to be blind because he like opens his eyes to eat a talking bird that is trying to give uh, Pinocchio good advice or something he's like oh, no 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 that 
And obviously the fox and cat in the Disney film, like, is like, no, don't go to school. Get into showbiz is <laughs> is the way they try to deceive Pinocchio here. Okay. Um, in the original story, they're trying to convince Pinocchio to give uh, them the gold coins he got from a theater performer. He doesn't get kidnapped in the story by, like, whatever, a caravan, like, marionette guy. He, like, ends up meeting a bunch of other marionettes who are also inexplicably alive and, like, talks to the circus freak who named Fire Eater, who's, you know, one of those guys. He does that trick and ends up getting paid in five gold coins. In game, there is a gold coin resource, which we will get into, that you can choose to give to the cat to cure his blindness. And this kind of cycles back into the kind of alchemical stuff we'll be getting to after the break. The The broad theme of the game is, like, instead of blood magic in Bloodborne or uh, the search for immortality in Sekiro or anything like that, like, the the bracketed theme of, of Lies of P is, is the evils of alchemy. Basically. But Peter, I thought alchemy was supposed to be able to turn anything and or turn something into gold, not to turn gold into a not blind cat. Uh, I know? mean, uh, it's equivalent exchange, right? There's like, always uh, an, always an even exchange, exactly. Yeah. Uh, 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 when you you take one gold coin out of the world, you give one cat sight. You blind a cat, you get one uh, more gold coin, and uh, you get pissed uh, off at your cat. So <laughs> go it's for true. It. And if you reverse the equation, if you just have a bunch of blind cats, you're entitled to a bunch of gold. Yeah, you reverse yeah. the equation. What is the square root of a bunch of blind cats? Gold coins. Do, do you have a bunch of gold lying around in your house? You might be entitled to compensation in the form of blind, <laughs> blind cats. cats. <laughs> do you or a loved one have a blind cat and mesothelioma? Yeah. <laughs> what was I then? Like, buy your, sell your gold, buyyourgold.com or something, but you can just do that. We buy gold or something. We buy yeah. gold. Yeah, okay. We, give we buy blind cats. Yeah. <laughs> 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS, but for blind cats. <laughs> Honestly, a care home for a bunch of blind cats sounds so cute. Like okay. Jamie worked at a dog shelter, you would be living it up taking care of blind cats, dude. Yeah. They had so cats cute. too. They had cats, but I wasn't allowed in the cat room. Got it. You need special training? Or is it supposed to get out to make gold? <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I know you got gold behind them. <laughs> I used to love to um, escape from the dog room downstairs, run all the way upstairs into the main room, and just take her teeth out at the bunny cage. And all the bunnies would be like, ah! <laughs> but the bunnies were also troublemakers because the boys were on one side of the hallway and the girls were on the other. And in the morning, we would come in and have to mop because the boys were trying to copulate across the hallway to the, <laughs> to the, what? To the ladies. Disgusting. Right? Yeah, they Ugh. would just they would just bust loads into the middle of the hallway. So if you're at work listening to us right now, thinking like, "Man, my job sucks." Uh, did, how much ra- rabbit semen did you have to mop up today? Huh? <laughs> so. no, today. In the past, in the entirety of your career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rabbit semen sounds like so official. How about bunny cummies? Bunny cummies. <laughs> Got the uwu cat boys and their yeah. bunny cummies, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hop, 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 hop and skeet. Hop, hop and skeet. So the cat and the fox in the original story basically just try to swindle Pinocchio. Uh, they try to give him great financial advice. They're like, hey, dude, why don't you plant those gold coins and grow yourself a gold coin tree? Five gold coins is fine, but twenty five hundred is going to be so good. And Pinocchio Wait, does that work? Like, it does. does that work. No. Just bury all your money right now. Oh, no. Pause the episode. <laughs> I, pause the, I gotta go. Does that work? Are you fucking with me? 
This is the work? mustached man with the balloon, uh, with the, the hot air balloon or whatever. He's like, you just have to bury all your gold in my backyard, wait mm-hmm. six months, then you're going to have a cold tree. But then <laughs> by the time you know that shiny mustache and all your gold is gone. D- d- yeah. Listeners at home, bury your money. Just tell us where it is. We'll keep an eye on it. I like that you, that's the Lord's like, promise. I like that you put this this villain of yours in a hot air balloon specifically, because I'm just picturing him trying to make his final getaway, like, <laughs> all the gold. <laughs> so slowly. <laughs> just weighing down the balloon like he can't even take off. <laughs> He's going to start throwing gold bars like over the, out of the basket. To just, like, get out of there, like. Yeah, cut them off the sides. <laughs> yeah. So this, um, this kind of gold tree scam is, is pretty interesting, because this is one of the things, one of the few things that has moved directly into the game. In yeah, the game, it, there it is happened a- to my grandma. A Nigerian yeah. prince called her about a gold tree. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I would love to get that. We used to get emails from them a lot where it's just like, oh, yeah, I need to go to Nigeria and bury one thousand dollars. One thousand dollars worth of Amazon gift cards in my yeah. backyard. <laughs> <laughs> It'll turn into an Amazon warehouse and you can pluck whatever box you want from inside. <laughs> in the Amazon warehouse box would be great. Just a bunch of cheap dust like just yeah, yeah. cheap like dust busters and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. But all, all, the, all the Amazon Work. workers dressed as Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go in and they skitter away with their piss bottles and their quotas. They need yeah, to say, <laughs> the the piss still river. living ones, of course. You gotta step yeah. over the corpses of a couple of them who didn't make yeah, quota, right? Yeah. <laughs> so in-game, there is a tree in the hub area with willow-like branches on which grow gold coins. They're called the gold coin fruit. Uh, these can be harvested and spent at certain merchants. You can buy... Um, there's no multiplayer this- in Lies of P. This fruit sucks. Oh, <laughs> well, it's like you bend it. It's like You're metal. Just, I, I really, uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's softer sure, metal. And I, this is based on like a Reddit headline, I'm sure. But I'm pretty sure that if you bite a gold coin and it doesn't bend, then it's gold. It's if it does bend, then it's lead or zinc. I feel two. like it's backwards because gold itself in its, it's pure off. form is a soft metal. That's why it's mixed. Like my cross is fourteen carat, and that makes it stronger. It. Bite it, real hard. Close to the mic Try here. and fuck it up. Yeah, right. I don't know if that'll come through. Uh oh. Whoa, the picture you have of Virgin Mary with Christ is awakening. Ah! <laughs> it felt bad on my teeth. <laughs> Biting my I, necklace was a bad idea. Biting the cross, yeah. Yeah. So I got Quora. Somebody on core saying lead is a very soft metal and it's easy to bend. Biting a coin was a way to grip it tightly so your hand could bend it down. It wasn't even bite marks. It was if you could bend it. Oh, oh okay. I wouldn't want to be biting lead, though. Because like gold is soft, but lead is soft. I think it's, the it's, idea. it's so dense it, gold, in my head. I was like, it must be harder to bend. They're both dense, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, gold, gold, gold is, is famously soft, dense. Yeah. And lead is softer. Um, if you bite a coin... You better know what you're after. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what they say, and that's why it's lead. There yeah. once was a man from Nantucket with a dick so long he could suck it. <laughs> <laughs> you tell a lot of lies in that case. Torturing, tort- torturing a lot of GIs, that fellow. <laughs> I feel like that one's going to be an out of court. So I don't remember when you said it, but it, someone just put vaccines cause autism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. Moderator David put that. In. Yeah. <laughs> which, 
Let's I'm glad it. we're spreading I mean, misinformation. Yeah. <laughs> they have me uh, saying, you come to my house and call me gay. Yeah. I, think, yeah. <laughs> I bought Rose my dad tonight. <laughs> okay, Danny. I read, it, I read it as, you come to my house, you call me gay. Huh? Hey, hey, something. You come to my house, you call me gay. <laughs> <laughs> I bought, when I was buying my pink wine today, I, I thought of your dad. I was like, mm. oh, screw no. him. <laughs> I bought two bottles. <laughs> Fuck Danny. <Yeah. laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, you, you can harvest the gold coins. There is no multiplayer in-game, but there is an NPC summon you can bring into boss fights with you, which uh, what are called star fragments, or reference to the wishing star from the, from the film. Uh, and then you have a wishing cube that consumes resources that you buy from this merchant with the gold coins, and you can give your NPC summon various buffs that are better or worse against different bosses, basically. It's like you sure. get to kind of control his buffs. You can't control him at all. He's, he's shockingly stupid. Suicidal. Like, the, the NPC summon is good from just, like, you're, pulling you're, aggro a bit. You're telling me he's stupid, but he's buff? That's a himbo, <laughs> baby. Hell yeah. He is. Uh, <laughs> if, you buy the right, the, if you buy the right inserts for your wishing cube with your gold okay. coins. <laughs> right. Um... Right, and also, I think this is holdover from, like, an old multiplayer um, mode they may have had, because there's a timer on it. The gold, the tree can have eight gold coins that you can harvest per, uh, I guess it's four hours, because it takes 30 minutes for a gold coin to ripen, but you can find and buy and then <laughs> inject various alchemical boosters into the tree to make it grow coins faster. The tree itself... Four hours real time or game time? Uh, fuck! I have no idea. Like, like in you have, in if game, you, if you were yeah, okay, it's not like if you were just a planted, you'd have to wait four hours for a gold coin to pop up. It's not like a gotcha thing. No, no, no. That's why I think it's a holdover because it's weird to have a timer on something in a single player game. Yeah, that's that's my right. It's it's bizarre. In the end, like the game takes whatever thirty hours to finish you're going to be lousy with gold coins. You, the, okay. There's pl there's plenty to go around, and you can boost them as well, so you can change the timer. Um, and like I said, the alchemical boosters you can inject into it to create more gold is one of the big themes of the game. Alchemists and alchemy come up a lot, which we'll get into later on. The tree itself looks kind of like the body of a woman. I don't remember if I... I, don't, I think I forgot to put a screenshot there. It looks like a hunched-over woman uh like kind of sitting in a chair and the willow branches that grow the gold coins look like her hair uh there is some in-game lore speculation that the alchemists actually transform people into gold coin trees as like some kind of experiment or torture or whatever but i wasn't able to confirm that and in okay. in the game reading the description of the coins it's it's not explicitly it's not stated clear. there yeah that's just a theory a game theory Exactly. Uh, Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, so the player character, who we've all been calling Pinocchio, or P, as in Lies of P, is never actually referred to by name in-game a single time. Everyone just calls him the puppet of Geppetto, and in canon is basically a robotic clone of, Gepe of Geppetto's dead son, Carlo, named after the author of the original story, who I think... It's explained kind of late in the game. He's killed in like a dueling accident with Lampwick, basically. Okay, Lampwick is a person, not a dueling weapon. Uh, Lampwick being the like one of the rapscallions from the movie. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Right, he's the kid on Pleasure Island who Pinocchio smokes uh, cigars and drinks booze with. He's the first one to transform into a donkey. That's like a good in, pyro name in the film. 
uh, telling me there's, the original. A, there's a pleasure island in Pinocchio. Yeah. What are you What are you talking about, man? Wow. It, no strings like, attached. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hall Pass Island, baby. Um, <laughs> although in the original story, his name is Candlewick, not Lampwick, so they changed it for the movie. But okay. um, yeah, uh, Lies of P. The puppet is never given a name. Like the the closest thing, like his name is Carlo. He's a clone, basically. You don't need to. You don't need to name him. We know he's Pinocchio. Yeah. If you name it, you're gonna get attached. Just a fucking machine, dude. Like, yeah, exactly. On. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole idea that Geppetto built Pinocchio in the inch of his dead son is also not from the original work. Uh, Geppetto gets into a fist fight with a carpenter named Antonio when he goes to buy wood from him. And Antonio sells him a piece of lumber that is it just alive already. It is inexplicably already alive. It torments Antonio. That's when its he, nose grows. Okay, so he gets into a fight with this guy. And this yeah. guy's like, I'll fucking show him. I'll give him a piece of wood that's actually alive. and Probably invaluable to the right buyer. And it, I, could pro- I could probably sell this wood for so much fucking money. I'll fucking show this son of a bitch. Come to my house, call me gay, try and punch me. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the show him. made fun of him for drinking pink wine <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he gave he, it was the white elephant that he gave to geppetto yeah. it's just like this yeah. thing is so irritating that this is the wood that i will sell to geppetto but yeah like the the piece of wood is already alive it it torments antonio its nose grows he sands it down and then geppetto carves it into a puppet um i don't think in the 1940s cartoon uh it's like text or subtext that geppetto is you know alone because his son is dead but in the terrible tom hanks movie that i got to work on uh it is very much text that geppetto's son is dead and like i guess making a puppet that looks kind of like him is like some kind of macabre therapy puppet Mm. in the same way that like norman bates taxidermied his mom in psycho sort of thing so it's it's much grimmer and in this case here geppetto the man who invented the automatons or the puppets within the lies of p universe when his son is killed he makes one that looks exactly like carlo the player character um and we're gonna get into a little bit more about that after the break i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option i never really was a salad guy that's just not who i am but noom worked for me get your personalized plan today at noom.com real noom user compensated to provide their story in four weeks the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week individual results may vary Welcome back from the break, everybody. Thank you very much. So uh, we've talked about some of the ties to the original Colodi story for Lies of P for the original Pinocchio and as well as the movie, which obviously has vastly more cultural significance to the rest of us here who are, you know, the living. Um, Otherwise, some other important in-universe systems are taken from other authors. And this is really interesting as well. This the way they kind of amalgamated all this kind of familiar stuff into a new work. Puppets 
which I said right before the break, is really just the game's name for automatons or robots. They actually have laws programmed into them, in a sense, and these are taken directly from Isaac Asimov's Laws of Robotics. Um, cool. I do have the written Also public here. domain, so... Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I do have them written here, but I was wondering if you guys knew the Laws of Robotics, because I know, Jamie, you were into Asimov, or may currently still be into Asimov. Uh, I brought them up on yeah. one episode. Of, yeah. Yeah. I think we've, we've said them at least twice, I think, on the episodes. Yeah. And for the VR game uh, Journey to Foundation, which just yeah. came out, I think, last month, which I, I'm I know I'm close to some people who worked on it, so I'll give them a free shout out. It's a uh, more Vancouver based devs. Honor, cool. honor thy father. <laughs> yeah. um, respect Gosh. thy neighbor. I shall not sleep with Lot's wife. That's one of them for sure. Uh, yeah. um, uh-huh. Let your robot turn into salt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, if you leave ha- your snake out in the rain, it turns into a pig. <laughs> yes, that's guy. <laughs> Th- that's got to be true. That one sounds too real. <laughs> I yeah. can't make that up. Okay, wait. <laughs> must not harm a human. That's number one, yes. right? Number one with a bullet. Yeah. Uh, you must not allow must always, harm must always to, to come, come to, to a human. You. Is that the same one or is that a second one? You can't uh, your actions. Yeah. Okay, must, must always obey a human unless that violates the first law. Correct. Is that the second one? Yeah. You must protect yourself unless that violates the first or the second law. That's the third uh, one? And that is the third one. Correct. So that's all three. Ah. So, in, La- in Lies of P, the Grand Covenant, which is their name for the laws. This is a covenant between, like, man and God, not, a, not a, like, a location or anything like that. Jamie, uh, that, first, means, that means the big covenant. I don't know what covenant means. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought Grand was <laughs> Covenant means era. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> okay, okay. Great. Les grandes époques is what they call it. <laughs> the so grand we... epoch. What is that like? Electronic hacky? <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those, the magnetic hockey rink. So fucking good. Hell that yeah, was one dude. of my favorite things. We lost all the pucks, obviously. They were just like... For, they also, yeah, they, they also had like um, one of those... Like, you know how you can play foosball? They had foosball for hockey, but you could, like, move, like, a forward character, like, up a diagonal and yeah, stuff. Yeah, with the little, uh, oh, the little twisty thing. The that's, twisty what, like. no, that's, that's what I'm yeah. talking about, is, like, uh, every player was on, like, a different shaped track, and when yeah. you twisted the oh, yeah, thing, they would rotate. Magnet, yeah, the puck was magnetic. On mine, no. it was. That's how you... Uh, I, I mean, we I lost them anyway. They're harder to lose <laughs> when you're stuck yeah. to the rink, right? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, in Lysopy, the Grand Covenant's laws are uh, the first law. All puppets must obey their creator's commands. Got it. Nailed it. Right? Second law, a puppet may not harm a human. Third law, a puppet must protect and serve humans in the city of Krat, which is the game's main location. And then uh, in real uh, book report is due tomorrow fashion. Uh, fourth law, a puppet cannot lie. If it just to you, it's about Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it look j- up a... Ni- Sorry. It turns out when I took my oath, I lied. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, like the first truth or a lie you need to say is the security system at the Hotel Krat. So the, the name of the city is 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 Krat, K-R-A-T. I looked up the etymology of this. It's just Dutch for crate or basket. That's the best I could fucking do. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like a Korean interpretation of what a... Um... European city might sound like. What Holland looks like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Krat brothers. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Zabumafu. I have one closet in my apartment that is very much like the Zabumafu closet. (laughs) We're going to that closet. We're going on a trip. 
spell yeah. out and just it, destroy everything. Absolutely. My dog sitter came the other day to pick up the dog. She said she couldn't find the leash. I know she opened that closet because it wasn't properly closed. Because she couldn't <laughs> get all that shit back in there. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can just imagine my beautiful dog sitter opening the door and just all this like old laundry dog cone, fucking yeah. a bag with a lamp in it. All, uh, all your leashes for the pup play that you do. Of course. Yeah. 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 I'm the cat boy. Uh, uh, Jamie's the pup play guy on the street. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the end of the episode, we'll figure out what Ethan's kink is, too. I'm the, I'm the sweet baby boy who loves everybody and everybody loves me, and I'm sweet and, and virginal and innocent and pure. He has the only one of us with a kid, so you can yeah let you that guarantee. Entered with a covenant in God to bone my wife and give us a <laughs> holy miracle. So, dear God, may I bone my wife? That's, a, that, that's the fifth, <laughs> no, no, that's the fifth law of puppets. <laughs> God bone my wife. God. Was, uh, uh, can that be a title? Thing. God bone my God wife. Bone my wife. <laughs> God, bone my wife. Sure. God comes up later on in the episode. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so yeah, the where was I here? Uh, excuse me. Right uh, on the subject of God, um, the one of the game's primary villains is a man named Simon Manus, and he is trying to use the power of Ergo, a crystal soul element, uh, to become God himself. That is Jeez. kind of what he's trying to do. He set up a massive Ergo harvesting device in the Arch Abbey on Alchemist's Isle, and we're gonna. I'm gonna explain all these terms here shortly. Don't worry. About I mean, Man- Manus is clearly a nod to. Dark Souls, right? Like being the primordial man. His yeah. name, I believe, is a reference to Manus, father of the Abyss, the final boss of of the Dark Souls expansion, the father of humankind, and also Simon Magus, a sorcerer from the Bible who tried to pay his way into Jesus's apostles. We talk about this in our Dante episodes from a couple years ago. The act of paying for power is still called simony, named after Simon Magus. Uh, generally, these days, we just call it lobbying, but that is kind of the <laughs> root of that. But I'm glad that you came to the exact same conclusion as me, Ethan, where it was just like, yeah. So Obviously, I wanted, it's a reference I, want, here. I wanted to ask when you're talking about the laws, but I don't want to jump too far ahead if we're going to talk about it later. But like, are you killing humans in the game? Like as the puppet, you did, do kill. Did you lie on your some. driver's license exam? Yeah, so like you, yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah. you're not bound by the laws or whatever. So no, I, no, no. You... Pinocchio does need glasses. His his driver's license is does have lies on. Yeah. If you Man, guys want to commit uh, simony uh, or lobbying or gossiply. Yeah, if you get into all, <laughs> on the, on the, Simony or Garfunkley, if you get it in the $9 tier, you can vote for Ethan's next episode. I think. True, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that really tickled Pete, apparently. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, that man's name is goofy enough as is. Art yeah. Garfunkel. Hello, the- Art Garfunkel, here to serenade you. But the, it's the, the sound adverb. of puppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I one other fun fact about Manus, as a etymol- etymologically speaking, it's it hand. means hand, right? So hand of yes. God. If this guy's uh, serving the Lord God, has entered into a covenant. Uh, wow. Yeah, the final boss. You can actually, uh, or don't bring him up yet. Actually, what's a woman is? It's a lady hand, like a more delicate one. Okay, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's a hand with a lace glove on. Yeah, <laughs> it's a much it's it's much more coquettish and like ooh, ooh <laughs> it's, it's I like that. 
Because there's Jamie's fetish. Pup play in silk gloves. Yep. <laughs> Some la- lady finger cookies. <laughs> Those yeah. are not that good. It's bad Kit Kat. Yeah, Jamie, not- Jamie's got a full uh, lace gimp suit. It's not leather. It's all lace. Like, it's just like oh. it's the exact same shape, but it's all like doily. Yeah. Man, any so maybe the lace one doesn't sound so bad, but the actual game suit. I was on the bus today for the first time in a long time, and my arms get sweaty in my winter jacket on the way home. And I was thinking, this must be what hell feels like. You just got itchy elbows. There's people all around you. You're too hot, and you can't complain because nobody will listen. And yeah, this. Hell is Jamie's, is Jamie's been in a grumpy mood uh, all day because he had to wake up at quarter to nine. No, I was on. A, I was already well on my way to work at quarter to nine. <laughs> I had to work. I had to go to a training all day and then work after my training. More and do yeah. this shit, which is yeah. frankly the worst part. Jamie just doesn't have time to play with his new computer, and he's upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> so Simon Manis's appearance, on the other hand. Is fairly close to the On design the of. Is fairly close to the design of the alchemical dragon from a 15th century book called Three Dreams on the Transmutation of Metals." So you guys can pull up the image uh, in the chat there. Uh, on the left, Simon Manis in his second phase, and then the weird little medieval guy on the right is obviously the alchemical dragon. This is a such a fantastic drawing of a medieval something. Okay. Yeah, we've, we've got a fish body. Uh, we've got, <laughs> or even know, like, like I thought it was a hen's body with like the kind well, of gray, he, hen's body. Yeah, the sure, gray sure. kind of circular feathers, right? Which one sure, are we sure. looking at? Oh, the okay, I see, I see. Never mind. Um, we've got a, a chimney sweep's face. If, uh, if the chimney sweep was an old man, so just like soot black. Yeah, uh, long beard, men's legs coming out of the bottom of the <laughs> chicken's body with <laughs> red rubber boots. With wings on the back. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a long snake tail wrapped around at the top of the chicken's body. So the man, I should say, the man's face is on the chicken breast, uh, if you will. Yeah, it's, it's in the middle. Exactly. This, man, this man's got a booby face. He was ahead of his time. Um, <laughs> we brought it back. At the, at the top of the hen's body, you have, uh, I guess I should say, peacock tail as wings. At the top of the hen's body, you have three heads at, uh, as a hydra with the snake tail knotted around them. And then you have the Teletubby sun as one of the faces at yeah. the end of at the like on his heads. And you have two other bird heads that are also sun. It's yeah. a three-headed turkey dragon with human legs and an extra face on the chest. The frick? It's a fucking Whoa. mess. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, everything that I just said, picture that in the style of a medieval illustration. And yeah. You, com- you'll, you'll, you'll have exactly... Flat. Yeah, you'll have exactly yeah. what I just I just no said. perspective whatsoever before the invention of perspective or angles or those three lines you can kind of quickly do to make it look like you're looking at the corner of a room predates all of that shit because it's from yeah. the 1400s. Simon Manis, as you can see, has one gigantic arm and he has a very bulbous, weird body with little human man legs on the bottom. And then on the other side of his body, sadly, he is kind of under designed compared to the alchemical dragon where he kind of looks like he has uh tree branches or kind of like dead vines you know like it kind of get turned into hardwood going up and then popping out of the top is an ethereal kind of turquoise ghost body and yeah. one of the cool things is the fact that he is called the awakened god his boss aoe is basically the painting from the sistine chapel where he raises his like teal arm up and a gigantic teal hand of light comes down, but it will, like, instead of touching his finger like God touches Adam, it, like, pokes into the ground and does a big AoE, and you have to escape that in the arena 
It's it's very cool. It's cool. a very uh, it's a good uh, visual feast of a boss fight. Like a lot of the bosses in Lies of P, he does have a tendency to uh, jump too high for the camera to go up and break uh, like character lock on, which is an annoying problem all Souls games have. I'm not going to put this one on Lies of P. Just weird that no one's been able to fix like. Maybe keep your boss on screen at all times uh, yeah. is my game design advice. Uh, of course, I'm a cartoonist, therefore an idiot. Well, he has uh, but, to be able to know. jump because he's based on somebody with who wears rubber boots with wings on them. Exactly. <laughs> and we will get into the little Hermes boots uh, in, oh, really? in a bit here. Yeah, there's oh, two. Wow. Those those the, those, those are, are on brand, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the Billy boots with the wings on them. Yeah, uh, probably the most important part other than maybe the hen body. <laughs> please tell us more. So like I had mentioned earlier, Ergo, the game's currency for leveling up and also buying stuff, is confirmed in-game to be made up of dead human souls. Uh, they are harvested by the alchemists, whether, you know, passively or maybe by force. Uh, and within the lore, Ergo was captured and turned into crystals and then used to power puppets using their P-organ, which <laughs> all puppets have, and is just the stupidest fucking name for anything. But I mean, that just sounds like it adds to the charm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, And especially because the game is so like kind of dark and violent, the fact that you're, you know, upgrading your P organ between boss fights with quartz, which is a different form of crystallized ergo is just like, yeah. And every, but again, it's, it's so it's presented so well with such a straight face. You're just like, you get used to it. You're like, yeah, P organ. Obviously yeah, yeah. it's my P yeah, organ yeah, yeah. is also important to me. And sure, I want to sure. level up this one too. The game's dead, silly dead. enough to start. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dead, dead humans are money. Ergo. All puppets got a P organ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, ergo being Latin or old Italian for therefore is likely a reference to Rene Descartes, uh, cogito ergo sum, or I, I think, think therefore, therefore I, I am. am in oh. real language. Uh, this Jason gen- and the therefore nots. <laughs> it's spelled different, but I love the yeah. initiative. <laughs> I like the hustle kid. <laughs> I, like, I feel different. like this is like four weeks that we have some play on Jason and the Argonauts in our loser titles. Just <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like at some point we're just gonna have to cover it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this to me at least suggests that the alchemist capturing the souls and using the power of the puppets had some inclination that they knew there was like still life and sentience within the puppets they had been creating, uh, cool. kind of like setting in the motions of the video game. This is not explained in game or not in any of the stuff that I read. Like I said, I went, I don't have all the collectibles. I don't I have like that the, achievement. No, I like this connection. I was, I was like racking yeah. my brain when you, when you called it ergo, I was like, why would they call it ergo? And I was like trying to think of it, but that makes a lot of sense. Like the reference to Descartes, At time of writing, this is lore boys canon. I yeah. thought it was clever. Yeah. Lore I'm, boys glad, canon. I'm, I'm glad you like it. It's official. Yeah. Lore boys, ergo canon. Um, right. So this obviously the 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 fact that the human soul contained within each and every puppet power like within the ergo that powers them, it really kind of sets in motion the events of the game. Um, I have a little bit more lore boys canon for you here. Uh, there's also a secondary issue going on in the game called the petrification disease. It is a plague of sorts. That, you know, makes your skin hard and gives you the cancerous tumors. The old lady you need to lie to and tell her she's still pretty uh, has the petrification disease. It's like the kind of blue kind of turquoise tumors growing off the side of her face. 
<laughs> I can't remember if I made this at the bar or on the episode, but petrification disease is just like peterification. It's like, ah, poof, big bushy eyebrows. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly morphing into a cat boy feet, basically. No, yeah. you did not. You did not make that at the bar. I feel like I would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but I personally think, and especially because uh, the petrification disease does eventually form like dark teal crystals and shit like that. I think this is the alchemical kind of equivalent exchange thing. The fact that the alchemists are using ergo, which is fucking with life, the petrification disease is nature's like retribution, like just sending death to kind of balance out the scale there. Nature's retribution is like an awesome title to have. I I think that's nature's retribution. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Yeah. I want I want that in like my WoW t- UNICEF nature's retribution or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Awakened <laughs> God is also a great subtitle to have, right? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, Simon Manus, Awakened God, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, Awakened God good. Esquire, <laughs> <laughs> Attorney at Law. <laughs> yeah. Awakened God, it means nothing, just like Esquire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ali McNeil, prior- Awakened God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that now. <laughs> That's the, um, the Ali McBeal souls like, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Public I domain. Wish... We, that's ours. We're, we're, that's yeah. the game that we're going to make. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Quinn, nature, nature's restitution. <laughs> medicine woman or whatever. <laughs> so prior to the events of the game, the ergo within the puppets was controlled remotely in a kind of hive mind uh, by the king of puppets, whose ergo comes from a boy named Romeo, who was Carlo's best friend before they were both killed and turned into machines. Uh, they met at a charity house when they were young. I tried to look this up. It's not an orphanage. I think Carlo definitely was Geppetto's biological son, not like an orphan that he just really liked that he would make a robot out of. But anyway, they, they knew each other growing up. And Geppetto was gay with Isaac New- Newton, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. okay. They drank uh, rosé together. That's why he, he didn't see it, um, Mrs. Geppetto ever. No. Yeah, <laughs> this is Polandina. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Romeo has some dialogue explaining to the player that he and the puppets are fighting against the petrification disease and death itself, and that you should join him and not follow Geppetto's instructions to kill him. Um, and then, obviously, the latter portion of the game kind of is just all alchemy all the time, uh, beginning with a secret bunker below Crot called the Relic of Trismegistus which is an ancient (laughs) ruin that has been buried for centuries. So the Loreboy's canon that I had kind of mentioned earlier is based on uh, the King of Puppet or Romeo's dialogue. It's not, it's not explained again. There isn't like a big Dark Souls community around this game yet. So we're the, we're the guys doing it at this point. Sure. Yeah. I was trying to to think of the word for like people who are at the forefront of a thing that are doing it well and whatever, but it's the word is well is debatable, but we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, it's subjective. We're doing it. That's objective. We're the Mavericks. Uh, So Trismegistus, uh, which I I swear to God, I will explain. I I feel like the Internet's rotted my brain because I just all I can think of was like someone saying, oh, no, I got Trisma. What's Trisma? Trismegistus. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking like Trisket biscuits, like like, some nice little cracker biscuits. Yeah, a bunch of fossilized wheat, like wheat crackers underneath. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the relic of Trismegistus is a lot of old brick walls and very Greek-looking pillars all over the place, as well as massive rock structures kind of growing out of the earth with 
kind of blue crystalline ergo veins going through them in the same way that you would have like a silver vein or a gold vein or something like that. Um, when playing the game before looking into this, I just assumed one of the characters in the children's story was named Trismegistus and Disney was just like, well, the cat should probably just be called Figaro instead sort of thing. I thought it was yeah. from the original story it's yeah. just because it's like, okay, like I was still under the impression that this was in some capacity about Pinocchio, right? The name actually comes from Hermes Trismegistus, the mythological being from Hellenistic Egypt, and he is a combination of the Greek god Hermes, given the boots, and the Egyptian god Trithoth. Oh, that was good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think it's T H O T H. I don't know if it's thought or Thoth. Yeah. Uh, there's a black and white medieval that guy drawing. That hole over there. Hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really <laughs> like that. <laughs> The, the girl with the boobs uh, on her face. Yeah. Long <laughs> day. I really had to trace that thought one. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a picture yeah. of uh, Hermes Trismegistus available for you guys as well, if you want to look it up. Very basic black and white kind of pencil etching of, of this mythological I give, figure. I give you a picture of Thoth. He's well, pretty cool. It, yeah, exactly. It's got a man's body and a bird head. Yeah, I mean, Hermes Trismegistus. Hermes Trismegistus is just kind of a regular looking guy. He's a combination of both of them. Yeah. But this explains the winged billy boots on the alchemical dragon. Is there Hermes' there boots? Um, he is known as the creator of Hermetica, a series of ancient texts that are somewhere between like five and 4,000 years old. Like when they appeared is really unclear. They are real. The author is speculated to be Hermes Trismegistus. Obviously, it was not written by a god. I mean, Hermeticism is a is a religion, right? And that's like it is the yeah, hippie alchemy religion. It's part of agnost or uh, Gnosticism as well as other like other spiritual schools here. A lot of the alchemical stuff is very international too. We're going to talk about stuff from like the Indian subcontinent and the Arabic worlds coming into this because the people who made Lysippe did pull different interpretations of alchemy from different parts of the world, which is really cool. Trismegistus himself is from Hellenistic Egypt. So this is kind of the Cleopatra era where like Greece ruled Egypt through the Ptolemaic dynasty that she was a part of and yeah. shit like that. Right. Her Hermetic, according to the Oxford dictionary means relating to an ancient, well, this is the second definition. Hermetic seal is like complete. Uh, mm -hmm. The second definition is relating to an ancient occult tradition, encompassing alchemy, astrology, and theosophy. That know. is yes. not even the whole thing. That is all technically, uh, that's all technical hermeticism because there is also uh, a like religio-philosophical hermeticism that we're going to get into a little bit. It's actually, he, there's so many texts talking about different concepts that it was divided into two. There's two shelves at the library for all of this. But nice. this is this is what really got me into it. It's just like, oh, weird adaptation of Pinocchio. And it's like, you want to read about ancient texts, Pete, on Wikipedia? Yeah, I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is so bad, <laughs> sure. dude. All I know is I played a um, a puzzle game called uh, I'll look it up because it's the Black Watchman, uh, which involved some like it would give you hints and you had to like go like research stuff online. And the 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 answer to the first puzzle I think or the second puzzle was the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. You had to go find something on their wiki page. There you go to like yeah. beat the puzzle. I remember you telling me about that. I remember the name Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Like you've talked about it on the show or on bonus or Probably. maybe even God forbid one of the times we actually had to see each other physically. But 
I remember doing a puzzle game online in Flash, or just in the browser, and like the first puzzle, like the Earl would be hidden in a picture. So then you would type it slash whatever. Then you're on level two. And then you had to highlight the whole page. And at the very bottom, only when you highlight it, you could find the, the password to the next thing. And they started giving you more, oh, cool. more and more yeah. complex things. I remember a Moonwalker, a game by Michael Jack with Michael Jackson in it, was like an answer for one of them. Me and my stepbrother did it. And it was a really cool community who wouldn't spoil things. So you could look for the answers, but they wouldn't tell you on most forums and stuff. I have to find this website and put it on the Discord for all the people to play today. That's but, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so another concept from alchemy and from hermeticism uh, is related to my favorite weapon in the game. Uh, this is the Ouroboros Eye, named after Ouroboros. It is like True. a hieroglyph of a snake eating its own tail. Yeah. The weapon in-game functions like a sword, but has saw-like blades on a rotating disc and has a snake engraved into it. I took the screenshot in-game today. I posted it for you guys if you wish. It's just... It's a sawblade boss weapon. You get it from the boss called uh, Lexazia the Complete. She's... When you Google her, a lot of the Reddit links are just like, Why is she so hard? Why is she so thick? She sucks. She's too hard. <laughs> like, all this, all this <laughs> other stuff. I tried Why is she up- so hard? Why am I... Why am I so hard? (laughs) Can I move my hands to properly, or my arms and legs to properly hug her? (laughs) Why can't I play this boss with one hand? (laughs) (laughs) I tried to look up the etymology of Luxasia, and Google kept being like, did you mean Lux Asia? A series of fancy Asian suits? I'm like, I'm interested, but no, I really just wanted to know what this means. I don't know what her name means, sadly. Um... The despite being used in alchemy, which again kind of pulls from a lot of stuff, but the fact it's Hellenistic Egypt specifically, the earliest depiction of the Ouroboros appears actually within King Tut's tomb, and then was adopted as an alchemical symbol uh, in the Hermetic text after that. So the snake eating its own tail, it I found that out yesterday. Wow, like that symbol is is predates alchemy itself and was repurposed. But the same can be said for, like, the symbols of the planets, like the mer- the symbol of Mercury, or what we have is, like, the male and female symbols now, like the circles with the arrows and the little cross on the bottom there, are all alchemical symbols symbolizing the planets and, and the moon and whatnot, as well as, like, human sexism. This, this snake one being early, like, kind of makes sense, even, like, easier than the stars do, because you don't need a telescope to see a snake eat its own tail. Like, it just happens in nature sometimes, right? I would would love... And they'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) I would would love for, like, Galileo being under house arrest for pointing telescopes at snakes eating themselves. (laughs) (laughs) It's that movie uh, Insomnia, Galileo sitting with, like, a broken leg, like, with his telescope looking into his neighbor's house watching two snakes having sex. Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're wrapped around the pharmacy symbol or whatever. (laughs) That's that's a different one, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's like Jimmy Stewart too. So I was like, "Yeah, you need you need to tell the Pope the neighbors' snakes are eating each other. They're they're eating themselves." <laughs> well, no, that's rear window. Uh, what did you say? I don't know. Uh, I don't, Insomnia. I I, Insomnia. I I know the yeah. I know the remake with Shia LaBeouf. I don't oh, know if that yeah. was that was oh, the I did original see that title. One. Or Is that the yeah, Stephen yeah. King? I read the Stephen King book uh, Insomnia. I wonder if it's based off that. I don't know. Not it rear it might not be is, Insomnia. It's a but... Hitchcock film, I think. I don't know. Mm. Uh, anyway, like we mentioned earlier, because of course, uh, I, I mean, Ethan, you brought it up just like by kind of talking about things you already knew. Uh, the texts are broken into two categories, religio, philosophical and technical. Uh, the technical, I think, are supposed to be the ones that are about the 
real physical world, or at least it was as it was understood, you know, 3,000 years ago. Um, so it's got like medicine, it's got pharmacology, chemistry, but it does kind of get off into the weeds a little bit with astrology, alchemy, and then just straight up magic at one point. I mean, you say it gets off into the weeds, like chemistry back in the day was as bullshit as as any of any of the other things are. Alchemy and, is proto-chemistry, right? Like it's the same track. Understanding of it was just as as bullshit wonky as anything else that yeah. we, we might believe that, you know, we got like, gemini cricket you can boil down some tin and some newt blood make some gold there, uh everything's there's good. probably there's probably something to astrology in the sense that um like loot like celestial bodies uh move around the earth in cyclical patterns and your hormones also kind of fluctuate in cyclical patterns that sometimes happen to line up with these events yeah. so like yeah. there's some truth to it too you know like it's yeah. it's and then there's like weird things like with school years and stuff like kids who are born in october or november like who just missed the cutoff date who tend to be older tend to be better at sports in their whatever because like yeah, people it's, bigger it's, kids it's, the opposite. it's, <laughs> it's bigger kids, kids, yeah. kids born in january exactly right. tend to be and to Depends be better at cutoff is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A public school still using alchemy to determine what kids go into kindergarten, right? Like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, what time were you born? Yeah, yeah what month? Yeah. What did your mother um, eat? Did you leave your snake yeah. out in the rain? Turn it into a pig? Yeah. All right. Now uh, you'll also have to give us 500 pounds of gold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, the religio philosophical category covers human beings and their relationships with God and the cosmos. This is you know, much more magical uh, hermetic text. They have Uh, God and anime on their side. They do. (laughs) This is the relationship between God, human beings, anime, and less importantly, God. Right, 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 right. Yeah. (laughs) The first crusades were to like retake the body pillows back from the Holy Land. (laughs) (laughs) Dance of old, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The Islamic Islamic kings had all the good pillowcases. Yeah. The King of France wasn't having any of that. Um, Both categories of the Hermetic text are used to uh, great thematic and gameplay effects in Lies of P, injecting alchemical substances into a tree to grow more gold or controlling Mm -hmm. life and death to become like the actual uh, like physical manifestation of God or another one. Uh, the game also pulls from uh, multiple alchemical philosophies. This is what I had mentioned earlier, the international stuff. The idea that the gold coins could cure blindness in the cat or the petrification disease, which, you know, I personally think is a manifestation of death in the real world, comes directly from the Indian version of alchemy called, oh my god, Rasayana, which contains the belief that gold can cure illness and prolong your life. And I thought this was so funny because they were like... 4,000 years off the mark. If they had just waited, they could be selling colloidal gold to weirdos <laughs> on like, te- like, 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 with like a 1 800 number on late night commercials on television, right? Uh, I mean, I mean the, the problem is they probably give it away for free. It's the white people that are selling it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. It's in America, you do need gold to go to the hospital or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This yeah. gold is very valuable to you. It will cure you. Just give it to the doctor and he'll gold know what to do. Gold can kind of prolong your life in that case. I guess yeah. they're not wrong. Maybe, maybe alchemy is not a bunch of fucking mumbo jumbo. Nope. Just give um, it to the doctor and he'll inject mercury into your bloodstream so the government can track you. 
<laughs> alchemy <laughs> equal economy i'm not sure we'll, we'll have to figure yeah. it out <laughs> um the word we use alchemy is actually just like an anglicized version of the arabic word as well it's yeah. like from the persian empire could you pronounce the persian one oh yeah i mean it's it's al hyphen but it's like alchemy basically it's the, yeah. it's oh. the same thing yeah maktub mm. mm-hmm um the goal uh, this is pretty funny here actually the goal because we can bring up like tv salesman quackery and like anti-vax excuses and shit like that the goals of india who's eating his own tail oil (laughs) 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 that's pretty good uh so the goals of indian alchemy are really scattershot cure-alls and like i said do remind me of kind of modern day like like uh, televangelist quacks prolong your life stay young and virile increase your sexual stamina hell yeah dude uh improve your memory and learning abilities so again you've got like alex jones's mushroom pills and gwyneth paltrow's tea there yeah um but then also like get magical powers and manipulate the world around you and like again none of us are medical professionals I just want to tell people there are way easier and less horrible ways to kill yourself than drinking liquid metal just like uh, <laughs> don't don't do it <laughs> i mean gold is probably fine right to to eat you probably just pass it it's like, a non-reactive metal that's why it's like so valuable right is because it doesn't react with anything that's why like it doesn't turn your skin green and you can wear a gold ring all the time yeah and it doesn't get hot right yeah i've yeah. never had green marks on my neck <laughs> i haven't taken this thing off in years right? that's okay that's why the gold colloidal silver guy turned blue is too cheap to get the gold <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. Much. no but you i mean, think it more uh like <laughs> whatever fourth millennium bc indian alchemy and less and less like dumb plastic bottle of bullshit <laughs> i think that but the reason that colloidal silver stuff works is because it does react with things right it doesn't work it, well it's it like kills things it kills well it does to a certain degree it's it because it kills like bacteria and stuff but it also just like kills your human cells as well it's like a okay, it's a, it's enough, like an yeah. antibacterial like an uh what do you call it those things you take antibacterial uh, antibiotic. antiseptic yeah antibiotic or whatever yeah. yeah it's like an antibiotic but it's just it's destroying everything along the way and you shouldn't drink metal but it will exactly. it'll get rid of your UTI or whatever. You know? We're not making any kind of any kind of claims about the effectiveness of any any kind of no, anything I, that you're gonna take. I'm Just telling you, dude, disclaimer, if, disclaimer, disclaimer. If you're sick, you should drink colloidal silver. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Can we say that? Can you say that on here? Sniper, take a bow. It it's gonna hurt you, <laughs> but it's gonna hurt the disease more. Look it up. Talk to your doctor. Yeah, yeah talk to your doctor about colloidal silver. God willing. They say uh, you're insane and don't drink it. I was at a university today, guys. I was around some doctors. I know. I was going to say, Jamie's spending too much time talking to those fucking quacks at the dog park. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the enemies on Alchemist Island do kind of use alchemy to improve their physical well-being. The enemies on Alchemist Island have various implants and like breathing apparatuses that appear to allow them to consume ergo directly. Uh, they have like the, the the kind of like a brass nose cap that looks like uh it kind of looks like a like a replacement prosthetic from somebody who had been hurt oh, no. in like in like a world war or something like that. So like before they had fake skin or plastic, you would get like a, a silver mask or something like that. Honestly, so the guys, yeah, that's kind of cool. 
It's like, yeah. why would prosthetics, <laughs> prosthetics reminds me of like, you know, uh, what's um, in always sunny when they get like the flesh colored eye patch or whatever. You don't yeah, go for the, the flesh color. Yeah. No. You go for the black eye patch and you, you're like, you rock it. I'm a pirate now. Yeah. Mm. There's that one, like the only young Republican in Congress is that guy from Texas who wears an eye patch all the time. It look he looks better than some of those people who are fucking dying in front of our eyes, right? Like, Very cool. <laughs> Honestly, Very when cool. Trudeau grew his his uh beard for COVID, if he would have went for the eye patch, he would have been full evil uh leader. Uh, oh yeah, we do yeah. need we do need punished yeah. Trudeau uh to yeah. leave the country, I think, personally. <laughs> um and you guys can open the last picture here. You can see one of the bosses. He is uh, a very roided up uh alchemist named champion victor he used to be a boxer he's very much like cool did you ever see the sean connery league of extraordinary gentlemen yeah yeah oh yeah you know like uh mr hyde mr hyde is basically the hulk very much those vibes but as you can see he's got a lot of ports and tubes and like a big very tank on his back right a steampunk mr hyde yeah Uh, um they can consume ergo directly the guys who can breathe fire are very unstable so when you kill them they do explode and if you can get behind uh an alchemist enemy and break the tank on their back it will eject out the ergo and give you an instant stun so you can then get a counter attack as well classic video games classic video games you you just you have to kite the alchemist and smash their smash their tube full of stuff there Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but that is Lies of P. That is Pinocchio. That is a little bit of alchemy. I have cool. been your host, Peter O'Donoghue. You can find me at Lowerbrice Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and also, if you follow the link to the Discord, I am eh, sort of there, here and there, every once in a while. Uh, awesome. Fellas, what's up? Yeah. Jimbo, you want to go? Uh, check out the Discord, discord.gg slash loreboys, L-O-R-E-B-O-Y-S. Uh, that's where most of the stuff's going on. Uh, you can chat with folks, talk about games we're playing. Uh, if you are um, on the next level and you're, you're paying us a little bit thing, uh, there's a bunch of extra chats too. Um, like tonight, they're, they're waiting for their loser titles. And uh, David is taking pictures of us in our room recording here and teasing them and uh we'll, we'll get it there soon i also took a picture of peter and his cat and i'm gonna put it there so if no. you want oh, that did you? yeah yeah cool. uh, she was, and a, she was a little rowdy jumping up behind me yeah. yeah it's a better picture than the last oh wow what a oh, perfect there goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. if you want to think if you want to support the show uh the best way to do so is maybe tell your friends try and convince somebody you know uh to give us a listen and maybe they'll become a follower um if that seems like too much social interaction for you you can always leave a review for us on your podcast app of choice or apple Podcasts. uh it really does help the show continue to grow and click the metal see if i fucking care whatever (laughs) (laughs) and uh, if you want to support the show patreon.com slash the lore boys where you can get uh you know all the the images that we talked about on this episode you get uh, to vote on some upcoming lore topics uh you can get to play in the loser titles game all sorts of fun stuff uh and for anyone who doesn't trust patreon we of course have lore boys prime uh anyone you know think it we we offer the craziest most fun <laughs> prizes and rewards for lore boys prime uh, this week, I'll give you guys a little little taste of what uh, what we're going to give you here. This is a quote from 
the NIH, the U.S. National Institutes of Health, which is uh, colloidal silver has no known functions or benefits in the body would take my mouth and is not an essential mineral. Colloidal silver and other complementary <laughs> products or practices that have not been proven safe and effective should never be used as a reason to postpone seeing a healthcare provider about a medical problem. Uh, and other oh. like zany things like that you just get yeah. with Lore Boy's Pride, you know? And and like we always say, you bury your gold in the backyard and the silver in your mouth, boys. The silver up your butt. <laughs> uh, in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's bronze up the ass. Is that it? I always get them. I always uh, get them. Yeah, uh, it depends yeah. on which of the three metals, right? I got yeah. cheeks. I put too much silver up my butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10-year anniversary. I bronze my <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> just like a cast of like bronzed baby shoes in a next to like my bronzed asshole hey, would it be like a medallion like uh, yeah. like, like a little sun school yeah yeah knowing well, ethan's butthole there's gonna be room in the middle to tie the string through <laughs> <laughs> just a, oh, a, a, a copper butthole stringer on my neck starts to vibrate hmm, monsters nearby <laughs> <laughs> winds howling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that would cause you a little more It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.